the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I am your host for the day, Jade Warshaw, joined by Mr. Rogers himself, Ken Coleman, looking like a finger of bourbon. You look good in brown, Ken. Uh, the team likes to call these cardigans. Yes, cardigans. Instead of cardigans. You know what? I, I felt in a fall mood today. I had no idea you were going to show up looking like the first day of spring. So okay. we are we are quite the couple we today. We are. <laughs> Come on, give quite the couple a call. Give there us a call at 888-825-5225. He's the work and career guy. Let's talk about I it. I am the money girl. I, oh, I was I was wanting to know was it gal or girl? Uh, I I could have gone better with that. That I felt I on the say spot. gal, but George makes fun of me for saying like old words like gal. But I think it fits the cardigan. So let's help some people. Yeah, shall give we? us By a the call. Way, every serious man needs a cardigan in his closet. I'm telling. That's debatable. Okay. Uh, okay. That's debatable. We'll leave that there. All right. Well, give us a call. The lines are open. But before we do, King Coleman, you know I got to get into this right here. Here, give it to me. Let me talk about it. This is amazing. First of all, congrats are in order because my friend has got a new quick readout called Money's Not a Math Problem. Let's see. Where's the camera? There we go. I'm going to put that. This is my David Letterman moment. For those of you who used to watch him, he would put the forefinger up there. Look at her. She (laughs) looks like a million dollars. Thank you. Looks like you feel like a million dollars. I do. Uh, and it says money's not a math problem. That's right. The I'm real reason you're broke and what to do about it. Why should people buy this other than the fact that you're amazing and it's $10? It's $10, number one. So there's no reason not to buy it. But here's the thing. How many times do you guys call into our show mm-hmm. and say, guys, I'm, I'm doing my budget, but I can't stick to it. Or I'm, I feel like I'm doing this money stuff, but it's just not working. Yeah. Or how do I get my spouse on board? All of these things that aren't about the numbers, Ken. It's all about what takes place upstairs, up in the noggin, what we think about our money, what our belief system is. And believe it or not, the things that you believe about your money drive your behavior with your money. So this is your chance to get into it. I share my own stories in this. Okay, this is me examining myself and hopefully you will see yourself through that same lens and you'll read it and you'll be like, oh, Jade, yes, like this this is it. So get your copy today, $10. And if you pre-order, you do get some little goodies. You get a, a free Q&A webinar session with just me. Oh, wow. And you get three months, three months free of every dollar premium, which is the creme de la creme. Okay, so this is what you guys this is your homework for today. Go and download this book. It's perfect for gift giving. It's the holiday season. This is what you need to get your money right before January one. Okay, 42 pages of force because my friend is a force of nature. Thank you. Ken. And I have one other question. What's that? Um, the earrings. Yes. Did you choose the back cover, the green, to match the earrings? There is some validity to that, Ken. I, See, I did. See, I appreciate that. I'm a friend of fashion. Yeah. And For those listening, I, it's it's this teal, the, a teal background with an orange jacket and a striped shirt. Like, it is bright and colorful. Lot. It looks it's like a, a magazine. It's a lot. So. But it's it's you're a lot. And that's a good thing. It is an acquired taste, Ken. No, you're fear of Much like your cardigan. well played ken coleman all right right, let's take a call let's go to the phone lines we got wyatt in philadelphia pa what's going on hey uh hey guys good to good to talk to you thanks for taking my call of course um so yeah i'm a so i'm a cabinet maker uh by trade and uh you know i'm 33 my wife stays at home with our four little kids and um 
so I make I make thirty bucks an hour, and um, I just feel like I can't <laughs> can't get ahead financially. Can't really seem to save any money. I don't have any debt other than our mortgage, which is around. I think we uh, we just bought it like four years ago and refinanced. So I think we I mean we still probably owe like two hundred thousand or something on okay. it. Um, and you know in the Philly area, it's pretty hard to find a house that's any cheaper than that. Um, mm-hmm. We were fortunate to get this place, uh, but but anyway, I mean I feel like I you know I cut costs anywhere I can. I heat my house with firewood that I prepare. Right. You know I and you have my no own debt. cars. I, Right, I have no debt, no credit cards, no student loans, nothing like that. So, what you is know, it that I, you're trying you know, to? What's the specific area where you're like, I'm trying to accomplish X, Y, Z, but I keep hitting a roadblock? Well, I just like I can't seem to build up our savings at all. Like, you know, I we uh, you know I put a little bit of money in my IRA every every paycheck, and my boss matches that graciously. Um, what kind of margin but, do you, know, you have? Like, what kind of margin yeah. do you have when you when you pay all the bills? You take care of groceries, gas, you know, all the things. What kind of margin do you have at the end of the month? Uh, yeah, I mean, probably like I'm saying probably a few hundred bucks, maybe 500 bucks. Does that include and, Does yeah. that include the IRA contribution at that point, or is that not before you made that? Uh, that's that's probably including that. Um, you know, I, I think it's uh, would be like two dollars an hour that i contribute and then my boss matches that so so four or five hundred bucks is what's left over so you could be saving that per month yes yeah yeah well just and maybe i need to do a better job of budgeting i mean i don't feel like we're buying a bunch of extra crap that we don't need though it's just well let's make sure i just want to make sure we're on page on par with the numbers so you said you make thirty dollars an hour so what are you bringing home are you bringing and this is don't don't subtract anything out of it yet. Are you seeing like forty eight hundred a month? Is that where you're at? No, about forty two hundred, and that's you know after taxes. And I work a little bit over time. Okay, you know a few hours a week. Um, so it's around yeah it's around forty two hundred. And a how month. much is the mortgage coming out? It's fourteen sixty, I think, a month. Okay. So here's whenever people tell me they're struggling to get ahead, I kind of just show them big, big number percentages. Right. I'm like, okay, your mortgage and rent shouldn't be any more than 25 percent. So you got that. Then you've got 10 percent should be going to giving should have about 15 percent going towards steady retirement contribution, 15 percent. So that puts us at 50. Right. Of the things that are like this is making me fiscally and financially responsible. So my question to people is yeah. what's, what is happening with the other 50%? And that's when you've really got to dial into your budget. Do you have an every dollar budget? No, I don't have that. Okay. Um, You're not going to leave this phone down. call without every dollar. So I want you to <laughs> go and download every dollar and I want you to get the free version. Then I want you, I'm going to give you a promo to get $15 off so that you can get the premium version okay. for a lot cheaper, okay? Because it's just got more bells and whistles to make it even easier. But the every dollar free version will get the job done, trust and believe. So that that mm. 50%, I'm telling you, there's something in your budget that is eating your lunch. And it's probably, it's probably food, a food category, a yep. restaurant category. Maybe there's a hobby that you or your wife has that's eating more into this than what you realize. And I think if you do some yeah. detec- detective work on that other 50%, you're going to find that margin because you've done well. 
you have no debt. Your house feels very yeah. reasonable. The money is there, I promise you. You've just got to do a little detective work to find it. But I want you to know you're on the right yeah. track. Just get that investing up to 15% um, when the time comes after you've saved three to six months, and then you'll be there. This is The Ramsey yeah, Show. Um All right, all right. You guys are listening to The Ramsey Show. My name is Jade Warshaw, your host today. I'm joined by Ken Coleman, my other host for the day. And we're talking about your life, your money, and your work. The work that you do should matter. It's very important. And so Ken Coleman is here to take any questions surrounding that. I'm going to throw a little idea out, okay? Okay. Uh, if you want to start a business in 2024, you want to work for yourself, maybe it's a side hustle to get out of debt, or maybe it's just, I want to be my own boss. Um, if you got an idea and you want to bounce it off of us yes. today, I, I just like put that. that out there because we're seeing more and more of this in our country today. And I think as people think about this year wrapping up and yeah. do I make moves, I'm just going to throw that out. We'll take any work related question, any money question, but let's just kind of kicking that around. This is kind of Shark Tank without the rejection yeah it's perfect because you're the you're the career work you got your framework for that and i've i've done it like i've started businesses from ground up so let's, let's do it let's do that and let's also go to emma in jacksonville Florida. what's going on emma hi how are you guys doing today doing good how are you doing good how can we help so i had a little situation with uh two car loans that i have uh-huh one my sister was supposed to take over and then the second one i got because my car got totaled and then my sister decided she didn't want the car anymore so now i'm stuck with both payments whose name are both cars in are they both in your name name. okay they're both in my name yikes well this may not be that bad what is and one like one is on the verge of being repossessed Okay. Make both things. Is that the, sis- the car that the sister has been driving or your your car for all intents and purposes? Uh, the one that I'm driving. She parked the car back at my house. So I have both cars. I have possession of both cars again. Okay. So let's walk through the numbers on this and figure out how to get through this. So let's call car number one, the car that your sister had, even though it's in your name. And we'll call car number two, your car that's also in your name. So car number okay. one, what is that one worth? What do you owe on it? And if you were to sell it, what do you think you could get for it based on Kelly Blue Book? Um, car number one, is, I owe 9000 and it's worth about six. Okay. So three upside down. And is that six based on Kelly Blue Book, personal sale? Private sale. Private sale. Yeah. Okay. So 3K upside down. Okay. And let's go to the next one. Car this number two. Um, so it's worth 16 and I owe 29. Ooh, Lordy. Okay. Um, how did that happen? I was in a pretty desperate situation. My car got totaled and I needed a car to get back to work. And my sister, she was completely taking over the car. And I asked her before I bought it, like, are you sure you want to take over this car completely? She said, yes, I love it. I need a car too. So I decided to buy a new car, obviously, with a bad interest rate. It's about 20%. Uh-huh. And I only have $1,000 to put down because my car just got totaled. I just bought that car about four months before that. And did you roll and negative equity a- into it or just? No, I bought it just off just the lot. Okay. I do want you to check something. I actually learned something from Dave and 
you might want to look into this. He He's made it very clear that sometimes people think that they have less have more to pay on the car than what really is because of the way the bill looks and they're just showing you your total of payments they're not really showing you what's left so just do a little bit more due diligence and find out for sure is this the payoff is 29,000 the payoff and just double check that for me 324 okay so you did double check that okay now let's get into your numbers and figure out how to make this work are these cars your only debt no. Okay. What other debt do you have? I have student loans for about 30000 that I just started paying on after the pause went off. Okay. I have 12000 in credit card debt. Okay. 10 in personal loans. Okay. And I think and then these two cars. In the two cars. Okay. Well, I have my mortgage too, but. Okay, let's not talk about the mortgage. That's on the back burner for quite a while. What are you earning per month? What's your take home pay? What do you see when you get your check? I earn about 70000 a year. Okay, when when, when you take your check home every two weeks or every month, how much is it? I get, I'm a server, so I get tips. I don't really get like a. A set amount? set amount but okay so I on a normal month about, on a normal month i'm averaging about five thousand a month okay and do you have any kids or is it just you are you married i have one child and i'm a single mom so and, he's five and he's five in daycare or what do you do with that um he's in public school okay kindergarten okay all right you you're in a dilly of a pickle i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna shoot you straight you you've got you got some mess on your hands that needs to be cleaned up and the first thing I would do, I'm guessing you don't have any money saved anywhere. No, I do not. I'm kind of spending all of it just on my debt and my. Just trying to like just trying to stay perfect. above water. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, I want you I want Ken to jump in here because right now we have a income issue. Yeah. And this is not going to get cleaned up the way it needs to be. And in the time frame that we really need this to roll until we can get more income coming in. So I'm about to yeah. uh, give him the assist here. But the first thing on your list is getting out of that car. That's $9,000. And you're going to take that $3,000 hit some way or another, whether it's you um, saving up $3,000 cash and just making it even or if it's you running down to the credit union and saying, hey, I need a $3,000 loan to get this $9,000 debt off my back. At that point, you're going from a $9,000 debt to a $3,000 debt. So it is still lowering the process, which is what we want to do. But you've got to get out of that, out of at least one of these cars so you don't have two car payments. Yeah, so I'm, that's I, what you do first. I actually want to say, if it were me, Jade, I, I, I want to know what you think on this. I'd get rid of the, the, uh, the more expensive car first. Well, I want her to, but I don't know that she's going to be able to get a loan for the amount you don't think she can get the 13 or whatever know, the difference is okay. because of just her income can, and the if you can i would do that because then she can then she said that next car is in that debt snowball and now she's got mm-hmm. a car she can actually drive but it's a whole lot less but yeah. i mean it's to your point it's i would just the value in that one is yeah. a little higher and so i want to get as much as i can for that yeah, if look, Ken makes a good point. If you are able to get a loan for the difference on car number two, the one that's worth sixteen, you can try um, and and try hard. But I don't, you know, I don't want you to get caught up in some really crappy loan terms. So I really want you working with a small credit union, yeah. someplace that's going to have your back. I don't want you going to SoFi. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay. Okay. How can we make, how can we increase your income quickly? And what I mean by that is what skill and what set of skills and experience do you have? Do you go, Ken, this is this is what I do best, this is my skill set, and I've got experience here. Because I want to think about some freelance gig stuff that could increase your income quickly. What do you have to offer there? Well, I'm a I'm a waitress like manager at a restaurant that's okay. in a really touristy spot, so that's why my income kind of is higher than a lot of service, but I have two degrees. I have one in psychology and I have one in um, pre-law studies. Wow. Hmm. Okay. So here's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm getting online and I'm going, all right, uh, what kind of uh, uh, remote after hours work? Because I know you're waitressing, so we got to figure out, okay, uh, do I have time in the date or do I have some time at night or weekends? Where is your block of time that you could actually do more work? Um, probably in the nighttime because Great. I, my son to go to school during the day. Right. So like All right. So work. here's what I'm thinking. Tutoring. Tutoring is a premium. It's you're sitting there, the baby's asleep. You know what I mean? You can do it at your computer. Um, yes. I'm thinking about tutoring or teaching. Mm-hmm. Tutoring is one thing with that, with that law degree or pre-law or whatever it is, uh, you know, uh, or the psychology. What is some, what is some like, uh, online, uh, extra work I can get where I'm being paid a premium for my expertise. And it's somewhere in that maybe some low-level counseling, maybe some teaching or training. That's what I'd be looking for, Jade, to get in some extra money quickly. Absolutely. I think people forget about those night hours that are available to them to really make some good money. And you've got the ability to do that and make it known. This is the key to unlocking this problem. You need more money coming in. And the only way to do that is to get more work going out. This is The Ramsey Show. If current times have shown us anything, it's that the least expected events can and will happen, and we have to deal with it. That's why everyone who has a family counting on them needs term life insurance. For over 25 years, the only insurance company I've recommended is Xander Insurance. Not only because they search all of the top term life plans to find you the best rates, but over the years, they have constantly changed and updated their systems to make the whole process simpler and easier to get the protection needed. You can now apply with a completely touchless experience with everything being done either over the phone or the internet. They also have plans with super competitive rates that don't require an exam, allowing you to skip a step and get the coverage you need faster. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Great rates and a simple process mean there's no excuse to not get this done, people. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I am Jade Warshaw. That is Ken Coleman. And we are here taking calls all afternoon about your money, your career, your work, your relationships, how money is affecting all of it and how all of it is affecting your money. So give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. Ken, I can't believe it's almost Thanksgiving because just a, a, a little over a month ago, back in October, we went down to D.C. Yes. Because it was the beginning of this whole student loans are coming back. The payments yes. back. The interest is hitting and it is affecting Americans. And so we wanted to get a pulse on really how this is affecting people on the streets, taking it to the streets. Like Michael McDonald said, we were able to interview folks um, in D.C. We went to the Georgetown area. We went all around getting people's take on how the student loan pause and payments coming back 
is affecting people. So we want to kind of show you a compilation of what we heard. Did you have to get student aid to come here? Yes, I'm on financial aid, got like a work study job, but um, yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll rack up for sure. No. You did not. Mom and dad? Yes. Way to go, mom and dad. Yeah, I, I came in with a scholarship from elsewhere, so they pay for my stuff. So you're full ride? Yeah, full ride. Up top, dude. That's what I'm talking about. I do have uh, loans for my graduate school, for med school. How much do you have already? Uh, I'm a freshman. I can't remember the per semester number, but it's not it's not cheap. It's like in the thousands. Yes, it's about like $350,000. Hold on one second. I'm going to have to get down here and breathe. <laughs> I think I get about like uh, 20000 20000 yeah. And do you know how much of that is a loan? Uh, I believe about half of it. Half of it? Yeah. So maybe 40000 over the some, four years? Are right now, are your parents going to help you pay that? Yes. Are you going to have to pay any of it back at all? Um... Likely not. I feel like I'm pretty lucky that my you parents are, very are lucky. able to help out a lot with that. Uh, I mean, hopefully I'm in a, in a spot where we can kind of share the burden, but I mean, realistically, we'll, we'll see about that. The government has like, like kind of like a program where they calculate, um, it's like an income-driven repayment plan. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I uh, had an opportunity to get into the income uh, driven mm -hmm. payment option. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm a little eased that it's maybe a reasonable payment that I can afford. Uh, however, with the interest accruing, it's already accrued $1,000 in one month before I even made an actual payment. If you had to guess, just if you said, you know what, Jade, I think it's probably going to take X amount of years for me to pay off this debt in full. Or if you even plan to pay it off. Tell me a little bit about that. I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. I have no earthly idea, but <laughs> I mean, for the first few years, we're going to be on the, on the struggle train a little bit. <laughs> on the struggle bus. As a resident, I'll probably have like a payment of about like $200, but like, you know, $200 when the total is probably 400000 and the interest is still accumulating and it's only like a drop in the bucket every year. Exactly. What does it do to you emotionally to be thinking about $350,000 worth of debt? It's, I mean, right now, I mean, I'm under so much stress and pressure that I kind of put it off right. to the side. Yeah, it's out of sight, out of mind, because you're already in med school and it's pressure enough. Exactly. I mean, going off and finishing school and kind of like restarting your life in a lot of ways is so much pressure on anyone. So imagining having all that debt on your shoulders is just like an unbelievable extra burden. Like you're essentially going to be working for the next, it could be the rest of your life, right? To pay yeah. that off. And like, it's just kind of crazy to expect a 22-year-old to, yeah. you know, have that much foresight. Do you think tuition is outsized? It's gotten ridiculous. What are your thoughts on this? A hundred percent. The government was giving more loans. It, it raised the, the cap of the, the loans that were available. So as a result, a lot of this colleges and universities just increased their tuition. And the people that are paying the price are the students. Yeah pretty absurd even though like someone who's very lucky like I am right. just like asking someone to pay 80k a year yeah. is pretty ridiculous. It sucks. I think it's an unfortunate way to capture people in debt. It's not affordable for most people. They've been allowed to do this forever. It's it's what they do. It's what we've allowed to happen. I mean I'm curious like why has it gone up so much? What I do you mean, think about how tuition has gone up 12% a year for the last 10 yeah. years. What do you think about that as a student? Is it worth it? I mean, honestly, I love going to school here, but like 
you think about it once you actually start thinking about the real money about going here and like you could get a similar education obviously at a lot of other universities and there are a lot of like opportunities afforded to us here but I think that for a lot of people whose parents can't help them as much as I'm fortunate enough that my parents can help me going out into the real world after college and having that much like debt on your shoulders is just a lot and I think for a lot of people it might not be worth it. It's obviously not in your favor at all. <laughs> and you probably like die still repaying back your debt. You I would say your certainly debt. worth it. You think so? And more so beyond the academic benefit, um, but the value of, you know, a social community. Did you hear about Biden and the forgiveness, the student loan forgiveness, and then the Supreme Court shut it down? Are you familiar with that? Yeah. I, what are your thoughts on that? Honestly, I feel like a lot of things like that like may appear to be something good that a politician is doing, but in reality, I don't think anything to that extent would ever go through just because you know, he wants to seem like he's doing all this stuff for students, for young people. But in reality, that's never going to happen. I mean, personally, I lean pretty left, so I say, yeah, the government should have a say <laughs> in that. But I know, like, some of my fellow classmates might not think the same. It is the responsibility of the students that take up the loan to repay it back at some point. I know it probably does suck, but you took on the loan and took on the education. Hopefully you had a great plan afterwards to earn enough income to pay it back. I think it's complete political blasphemy. It's catering to his a portion of his base mm -hmm. and i think that obviously gained political traction but i think it's infeasible and yeah. for the people who have paid off their loans i right. think it's it's a poor lesson teaching i think there are people who have busted their to repay their loans and yeah. they're just off the hook yeah i'm kind of conflicted in this i believe that people should be responsible um for you know for the the debts they've taken out sure and they need to be accountable for that on the other hand it, my selfish side i would like student loan forgiveness for sure honestly um uh, as an educator i'm disappointed uh, i was looking forward to just being able to start new uh fresh uh, looking forward to purchasing my first home uh, so it's definitely it's disappointing we have a responsibility to help what's fair what's not fair i don't i don't have that answer um is it fair i understand People are like, okay, well, you forgive mine. Well, you know, and someone else is like, whoa, I just hold on a second. Right. While my take may be that the government should be the one who fixes this problem, I think, again, at the baseline, we can all agree that the problem needs to be fixed. The government, we need to do better. We need to do better in this country to help educate our people. Yeah. The youth have no idea. When they're signing in, the, they don't know what $100,000 is. Right. They don't know what $200,000 is. So, Not to mention the interests. Yeah, I mean, you have to be very smart with your choices right. and live within your means right. and, uh, yeah, have a plan to repay right. it. Change is going to happen if we change and say, enough, no more. Our youth, our people deserve better. What if I told you that I paid off $280,000 of debt. I would ask you, how did you do it? And can you teach me? <laughs> Does it give you hope though? Does it Absolutely. make you feel like it can be possible? Absolutely. Wow. 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 Look, mm -hmm. if you were listening on podcast, you need to head over to the Ramsey show YouTube and watch that because it's totally different. It hits different when you watch it. Mm -hmm. And uh, honestly, if you're looking for more information about this, I want you guys to go to RamseySolutions.com slash student loans, because here's the thing. The news cycle moved on, Ken. The news cycle went on and they're talking about, I don't know what they're talking about again, but 
the pain of this is still affecting people every single day. People are making payments. They're still deeply, deeply in debt. And we just want to know, we still see you guys Mm -hmm. and we're still here for you. And at the end of the day, there's still a way out. And there's a way to avoid them. Hey, real quick, we'll help you get out of it financially. But here's a two-part question. Is a degree and the loans that come with it the only way to get where you want to go? Or is it the best way? If the answer is no to either one, hey, go get you a certificate. Go get you a community college associate degree. You can get where you want to go without the degree many times. And by the way, that means no debt. So let's think about that as well. Mm, Love it, Ken. This is The Ramsey Show. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney, and one of the most common questions I get is how to get something off your chest. A deep secret you've never told anyone, or maybe something that happened to you, something you've done that you're worried about because bringing it to light will disrupt your life, anything. I say this all the time, secrets will kill you, but it's hard to know where to start when it comes to talking about scary, dark things. Therapy can be a safe, effective place to get things off your chest, to learn how to say hard things out loud, and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've personally been blessed to have a great therapist who helps me get those heavy things off my chest. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible because it's online, so you can suit it to fit your schedule. Just fill out a short questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra cost. It's time to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deloney today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deloney. What's going on, everybody? You are listening to The Ramsey Show. And I, I don't know about you, Ken, but I am shook. Really, shook is the word that it's... Wow. Good. It's about to be Thanksgiving. Well, okay, I was going to ask you, what's got you all shook up? I I just feel like this last half of the year has gone by fast. We're into yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're already getting into Christmas, which means here at Ramsey Solutions, it's really, really exciting because we do our $12 Christmas sale every oh, single yeah. year. And so I love this sale because you go to RamseySolutions.com and you can load up. I'm talking about you can load up on mm. things that should not be $12 that you can get for $12. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but they also do like this cash giveaway thing, which is pretty awesome. So there's just a lot going on. If you go to RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway, you can sign up to win money so that you can then go spend the money. You know what I'm saying? So RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway is where you can sign up to win cash money. I'm talking about $5,000 is what we're giving away. Then you turn around, take some of that money and head over to this $12 sale. Now, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying Rob Peter to pay Paul. I'm just saying this is a nice little strategy going on. It is. And so you, you could get like both of my best selling books, uh, you know, that could help you. I from mean, paycheck it helps, to purpose. helps my kids. Yes. It helps my kids eat. You know, these are things that, you know, you have to think about, Jake. Let me tell you what I think is the, and, and this is no diss on you, Ken Coleman. This is just a personal <laughs> thing. The fact that you can get the total money makeover for $12 really blows my mind because that book helped my husband and I pay off $460,000. So if what you get from it is any indication of what it's worth, then mm. all I'm saying is the book is really worth almost half a million dollars. I see what you did And there. you're getting it for $12. Okay. All, all right. right. So, uh, so the question is... Um, can people enter daily to win the $5,000? You can enter every single day because uh-huh. the thing is, they give away little prizes in between it. Like I, I believe they give away $500 weekly. weekly. That's right. 
So there's real money at stake here. Yeah. Like this is real skin in the game. Right, you can enter to win every day. So yeah. And uh, no purchase necessary, all those things. Mm-hmm. So uh so there's two places to go. Yeah, you can if you want to do the giveaway, you go to ramseysolutions.com/giveaway. That's to get that free money. Mm-hmm. And then if you're like Jade, I got Christmas shopping, then you go over here to ramseysolutions.com/store and get you some of that 12 Dollar holla. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Now, What's, I got something to talk about. What? All right. And I think this is controversial. Okay. This is, this is exciting. I want to know. You guys can get in the comments and you can voice your opinion on this. Is it too soon to start decorating for Christmas? No. I don't think so either. Thank you. I'm with you on this. We agree on this one. Drop it in the poll. Are you post Halloween like the next day? Do you wait a couple days? I'm going to tell you guys how it's done right, and then we're going to hit these phone lines. Oh, this is how it's done. Oh boy, right. She's confident, folks. After Halloween, November first, mm-hmm. you keep your fall decorations out. You don't keep Halloween decorations out. Halloween goes away the day after Halloween. Okay. You keep your fall decorations out, but you put up your Christmas trees, and you don't even have to put the ornaments on them yet. Oh, this it's is like just, a pre-decoration. It's just strategy? out there. Then, How long? Uh, maybe a week or two. Wow. Then you put the you put the ornament. It's it's a it's a slow fade. Then you put the ornaments on the tree. Okay. So that by the time folks come to your house for Thanksgiving, you got uh-huh. the trees out, but it's still got a fall vibe. Then after Thanksgiving, you put take the fall decorations down and put out the rest of your Christmas decorations. That's the proper way to do it. I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to agree. I don't like to disagree with you because I like you so much. But I, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I think once we go Christmas, we got to go. You like, go. You, you go can't all go the way half in. fall, half merry jingle. <laughs> it, it's got to be one or the other. You so go all the way. I think so. Look, I want. I spend money on these decorations. I want them to get their full oomph. Oh, okay, because this this. I, I want people watching on video to uh, make sure they see my dark brown cardigan that you said I looked like. Yeah, look, I, this it. time I'm gonna go for two fingers of bourbon, Ken. It's because, coolest thing anybody's ever said about me. But they can't see right all there. the browns. You got like. I know. All um, of it. I do. So there you go. Ken, let's take a call for let's crying out loud. It. Let's go to Corinne in Houston, Texas. What's going on, Corinne? Is it Corinne? Did I say it right? Hi. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you did. Nice. Hooked on phonics. Big bird. What's yeah. going on, Corinne? So I have $20,000 that I want to like create passive income and uh, with. And so like my... My few options, I was thinking like an ATM, you know, you have to buy those new, it's a couple thousand and that would create monthly income or <clears throat> even like a laundromat, but that's obviously it's talking a lot more money and I don't have the income to mess around with that. But if I start with something small, like an ATM, then I can create passive stuff. But then I also have like a little bit of debt that I kind of want to put the money towards, but then I also feel like maybe some can hold off. And so it's kind of a toss up. All right. So mm. before we get into the income, we got to figure out what your financial picture is really quick. So There's what, layers here. Yeah. Too. How much debt do you have? So I have $3,200 on a Capital One credit card mm-hmm. and it is like $80 a month in interest, right. which I don't, I, I that's, that's bothering me. So yeah. I, I, that's definitely a priority, like the top priority. All right, but so, then I have, yeah. Okay, keep going. Sorry. What else you got? So, um, so I've got it. I have two vehicles. One is completely paid off. Okay. Um, and then the other one, they're both older. I work at a repair shop, so I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, have, you know, a little, a little experience with the, you know, I take care of my stuff for the most part. Nice. So, 
Um, doesn't have much issues for that one, but then I have a, a older one I just bought, and I my dad helped me out. It's a long story, but he lended me five grand to get this vehicle. So I do owe five on my other car, but okay. I'm able to take out money monthly to pay that off to for him. So right. I have time on that. So it's the thirty two hundred on the credit card, five can a car, anything else, anything um, student loans, no. Okay. No. All right. So, Nothing. I mean, look, there's no passive income strategy until you pay the debt off. That's what we teach. And then we want to make sure that you've okay. got your emergency okay. fund in place. Yeah. Okay. Do, do you know what he's talking about yeah. when he says your emergency fund? Yes. The the $1,000, depending on your income. I watched a few of the Dave Ramsey videos. So do you have so $1,000 like in savings? Yes, I have. I had closer to like twenty three hundred, or maybe a little bit more. But I was putting that more towards like the the vehicle. Um, but I I've been taking that out monthly out of my paycheck, so that's like extra, I guess, for my backup. Okay, let's clean it up a little bit. I like what you're. I like what you, I like the way your mind is working. I just want to tidy it up a little bit. So there's a yes. twenty three hundred that you have set aside as kind of an emergency fund. Then you've got an additional twenty thousand that you're hoping to yes. use to spend money to make money, right? So let's take Correct. the twenty three thousand. Or twenty three hundred. I'm sorry. Let's back that down, and I'm just going to walk through this. This this is all going to happen basically in one day, but I'm walking you through it so you can see what the process is. All right, in one day, you're going to imagine that twenty three hundred going down to one thousand, and that essentially is baby step one. Okay, getting a thousand dollars saved, and with that thirteen hundred dollars that's left, you're going to put that towards the car, the five thousand dollar. I'm sorry, you're going to put that towards your credit card today yeah yeah yeah. and then that's going to leave you what nine hundred dollars uh two thousand one thousand nine hundred dollars left you're going to take i'm sorry math is not my thing let's go let's go big number you're going to take that money and throw it at that credit Mm -hmm. card then you're going to dip into that twenty thousand that i know you're like jade is passive income but trust me on this just go with me for a second and if you have questions at the end we'll get to it you're going to dip into that twenty thousand and you're going to pay off the rest of that credit card then you're going to okay. dip into that 20000 again, and you're going to pay your dad back fully. And okay. you're going to be fully okay. out of debt, and you're probably going to yeah. still have fourteen, thirteen thousand left. All right? Yeah, that's okay. that's yeah, your 13, money. One. And yeah. then you're going to take that 13000 and you're going to put it with the 1000 that you had before in your baby step one. And now you're going to have $14,100, and we're going to use that to be our three. This is baby step three that we're now on our three to six month emergency fund. Because here's okay. here and here's why I'm saying all this. Because right now you're going, uh-huh. well, Jade, you just spent my 20,000. But here's the thing. Yeah. I want you on the firm. I am all pro business, pro making your money, pro doing your yeah. thing. But you've got to have that foundation in order. Because mm-hmm. when you have that girl, everything, after that, everything hits right. Mm-hmm. And it clears your okay. mind to make better decisions. Yeah. You, you Trust me. Just go with me on this. Well, and and, and no, and, and honestly, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to pay off all the debt, and I wanted to have savings in case I need to move or something like that. Yeah, and have it set. But then, like, I also felt like almost like that was like I, I felt guilty because like yes. I'm not making more no, money. No, you're being like, smart. You're being smart. You're being smart. And if you do this, you're gonna save up some more money in no time to make you more money. So do what I just told you and you are gonna be on the right track. That does it for this hour of the show. Thanks for listening. Hang with us next hour. This is The Ramsey Show. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, 
help you do work that you love, and will help you create actual amazing relationships. I am Jade Warshaw. I'm joined by my co-host, best-selling author, host of The Ken Coleman Show, the man himself, Ken Coleman. And we will be taking calls all afternoon about your life, your money, your career, your work, your relationships, and how they all work together, how they all affect each other. Um, Ken had a great idea. If you're interested in starting your own business coming up in the new year, you got some ideas, call us up, run it past us. We'll we'll be a little shark tank for you and see if it makes sense. We'll poke holes in it, give you some constructive feedback. We'd love to do that. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225 and we will take your call. Matter of fact, we're going to see Makita. She's from Asheville, North Carolina. What's going on, Makita? How can we help? Hey, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. No problem. Did I get your name right? Yes, you did. Ah, winning. Yes. How can we help? (laughs) My husband and I have a small dog grooming business. Um, We currently have a lease at a location, and I am not on the lease. Um, We're looking at a different location so we can expand our business, and they would like me to be on the lease. And the issue is, I do not dog groom. I do all the office work, you know, all of that behind the scenes stuff. But um, if something were to happen to him, say he passes away, I would still be on the lease. And I I don't know the legalities of it. Um, If I would be responsible for the remainder of the lease, I would say so if I'm signing it. I'm just trying to get some advice on what to do because we really want to go to this other location and expand our business and leases don't come up very often. Um, but it's just a big concern. Does is So is your husband, uh, the other name that they're asking to be on the lease? Yes. And what, what's his, does he have the he, same concern that you have? Um, well, he, he, if I passed away, he would be okay because he still does the dog grooming. He would just have to figure out the rest of, you know, paying bills and all the other stuff I do. Yeah, I mean, first thing, I'm just going to common sense this one. I think there's two things I would be looking at. Uh, one, if you're concerned about this, and I think it's a valid concern, I think you talk to the landlord about it, you know, and, and there's a reason why they want two names on the lease, Right. And then there's a reason you have a concern on this. I, I would have a good old face-to-face conversation, look them in the eye and go, hey, uh, how would you treat that? You know, uh, because if, if something happens to him, I, I don't have a business because I can't do dog grooming. I, I, I would start with that, okay? The second thing I would do is, is I would also ask your husband if he's done any work in this, but is there any kind of insurance uh, that the business could take out on him uh, so that you could take care of things like this lease? But, but, but I would, you know, if I was getting in a situation like that, I'd start with the face-to-face conversation and go, Hey, I've got a concern about this. Obviously this is the only exception here. I have no problem signing up for this based on any other reasons. How do you feel about it? They go, well, I've got my reasons. They're going to walk you through this. There's a reason why they have it. Maybe they make an exception, but I would also look at potentially the insurance policy, um, on your husband through the business and probably not very, very expensive. And that would take care of that type of you know, legality, but I would just dive into it and look at what your options are. Okay. Cause I did ask him if they'd put in like a clause, a death and disability clause for him in mm-hmm. the lease that we could sign that Great. said no. Well, okay. Well, here, my take on it is slightly different. Um, 
I, as a, like, if I'm a co-business owner with my husband, I kind of would want my name to be on everything because I want to know that I have full ownership the same way he does and the same amount of skin in the game. What the way my brain is working on this is you guys have this business. If the business is healthy, I would just make sure the business has a certain number of months of retained earnings for down months, for if the worst happens. And in my mind, this is, this is just Jade speaking now. If something, God forbid, were to happen to your husband, he's the one who knows grooming. He's the one who knows that. What would just happen if you hired another groomer and kept the business going? Um, or you guys worked on, my, my guess is that the idea is to keep building this business and maybe in a year or so or whatever, you do have more than just one groomer and he's kind of going on there. I just feel like there's a way to keep this thing going um, without, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. do you want that? Do you want that hassle? I mean, that's the whole point of your question. I mean, I don't mind the advice. Um, I mean, I kind of like your angle. Probably. I, I'll go with Jade on. Yeah. Happens, yeah. I don't. Honestly. I, yeah. What about the retain? I'll go with you on the retained earnings. You have that set aside. So you've got the, the how, how long is the lease? Look at that insurance policy. It's six years. It's a six year lease. All right, so you got, yeah. you know, I mean, that's, Jade makes a very good point. You guys are taking out money and you try to get to a point where that lease, you'd be able to pay it off cash and walk away. Uh, but if you don't want to keep the business going, if that would be a hassle for you, we're talking worst case scenario. Yeah, this here. is such a worst case scenario. And my bigger question is, I guess part of my question is, do you, are you not interested in dog grooming as a business? You just like bookkeeping no. and da, 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 da. Cause in that part, at that point, it's kind of like you're, I guess you really are viewing yourself more as like, I just work for this business. It's not really my business. Like, is that kind of where I, you're at? Like, I love the dogs and everything, mm -hmm. but the actual art of dog grooming is very complicated. I, there's no way my brain yeah, just doesn't work like that. Um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I get that she doesn't want to be a dog groomer, but my question is long-term, if he wasn't the groomer, if she's, is she interested in keeping the business going and just hiring another groomer? All right, so what's the answer? <laughs> the, so the only issue is, because we're in a small town, is because um, we've seen another business go through that. They've been through attempting, they've had, I think, five different groomers in a year trying to get somebody in, getting them in, they leave. It's just, we're in a, an area that's really expensive hey, to listen, live in. So. You don't want to do it. It's as obvious as it can yeah. be. It's it's yeah. Then if if, so, if you don't want to do it, and we're you know playing worst case scenario, then I mean yeah, I would look into the insurance. Yeah, I, yeah. I know that that exists. Okay. I would kick the tires on it. I'm not an expert on it, so I wish yeah. I could give you uh, some details on it. But I, if it were me, I'd be calling my insurance agency. I'm assuming you guys have some type of insurance on the yeah. business anyway, and I'd be going, look. What, what what can we do I here? I've never even thought of that. That's like a great idea. Well, it's because I'm wearing a cardigan. I'm feeling extra safe today. Yeah. Yeah. There's Cautious. Some, yeah, I'm just curious. I would definitely be curious to look into that because then the other part of me is like, okay, like if she's listed as an owner, then maybe that's why they're requiring it. But if she's not listed as an owner, I'm fine as husband, long as she's got insurance and she's not responsible for the lease. That's all we want to take care yeah. of because she don't want to do this business. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder what she would want to do 
if the worst were at these conversations man they're dark and twisty i'm not gonna lie it's like yeah, that's a whole what other would segment. you want to do <laughs> it yeah. is a whole other segment but that's what we're talking about guys that's about to do it for this segment be sure to give us a call think about what your question is and give us a call at 888-825-5225 and we will be here to chop it up with you this is the ramsey show Guys, it's no secret that the real estate market is weird right now. So go with a mortgage company you can trust to have your back. Churchill Mortgage. Churchill is Ramsey trusted because they're stable, reliable, and focused on you. At a time when a lot of companies are being bought out or going out of business, count on Churchill Mortgage to stick around. They've been doing things the right way for over 30 years, and they'll keep doing them the right way for 30 more. Get started at churchillmortgage.com. This is a paid advertisement. NMLS ID 1591. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Equal housing lender. 1749 Mallory Lane, Suite 100. Brentwood, Tennessee 37027. All right, you guys are listening to The Ramsey Show. I am Jade Warshaw. He is Ken Coleman. And hey, if you like this show, if you've been listening for a while or maybe you just discovered us, I would love, 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 love if you took a moment to share the show. Tell somebody about it. And you can do that in a lot of different ways. Uh, you can text your favorite episode. You can use a little paper airplane button and, you know, send them your favorite clip that we might post. Or you can just go in there simply and like the like it, subscribe it. Whatever that is, that helps us so much. It's totally free. It's easy for you to do. And it's really just a way for you guys to show uh, your support. And we appreciate it. Look, we recognize that without you guys, there's not a show. So we thank you for tuning mm-hmm. in. We really, really hope that this uh, resource is helpful for you, right? So thank you, thank you, thank you. So much thank you. Um, there's a lot going on. And uh, I want to talk about this right quick, Kim. Okay. Um a lot of you may have heard that Mint, right? The the budgeting app Mint that we've all known about is closing its doors, right? Intuit is the big conglomerate that owns Mint. And a lot of people were using Mint to do their budget. And now Mint has said, well, we're closing our doors. And a lot of people are looking out here for a new budgeting home. Mm-hmm. Enter Ramsey Solutions. Where's the trumpet sound effect? Burr, 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 burr. There, there it is. There it is. That's great. So Mint currently has 4 million budgeters, Ken. That's a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. And they're just telling 4 million people, hey, we're done. See ya. And not only that, then they were like, well, let us give you some place to go. Why don't you sign up to Credit Karma? So they're literally, Ken, pushing these budgeters Mm -hmm. into a platform that's not a budgeting platform. It's really just a place for them to get into more debt. It's a Venus flytrap. It's a Venus Mm -hmm. flytrap. And so, you know, I'll be, let me just be flat out honest. When I very first started budgeting and looking for, because back in the day I was on pen and paper, Sam and I getting out of debt. And I remember a, a hipster buddy of mine was like, hey, you should try mint, bro. And I was like, okay. So I went on to try mint and I was like, this is not for me. And it wasn't. And then in my search for mint, I saw every dollar and I started using every dollar from day one. Okay. All right. And back, let me tell you back in the day, what, however many years ago, you know, it didn't have the bells and whistles that it has now. Mm-hmm. And so now every dollar is sleek. I mean, it's a Lambo. It, it does all the things that mm-hmm. you need it to do. And I just really want to formally invite 
anybody listening, if you're looking for a new budgeting home, because come January 1st, it's going to be a cold day and you're going to need somewhere to go inside and warm up your money. You know what I'm saying? So go over to every dollar. It's it's free. You can download the app for free and you can get started budgeting for free. And it works like a charm for free. There's also a premium version if you want to do a little upgrade and get just some more budgeting features that are going to help you even more, make it even more streamlined. Some people like that hands-on approach though, that they get with the free version where they can really be hands-on and other people, they kind of want to be like, Jade, I need it to do a little bit more for me. And if that's you, that's fine. We've got a premium version. It's really cheap, uh, really inexpensive for you to use that one as well. Um, and I know there's a lot of folks out there that are like, Jade, you know what? I'm going to just I'm going to take this as my cue to do Excel or do pen and paper. Mm -hmm. But there's a problem with pen and paper, Ken. There's a lot of problems with Excel and pen and paper. And part of it is it's not keeping track in real time. In real, Are you telling me that you take your computer with you when you go into Publix and every time you make a purchase, you're adding it up in your Excel spreadsheet? No. What most of y'all do is at the end of the month, you're like, well, the month is over. Let me go reconcile my budget. And you pull out that old 80s calculator with the tape roll and you start doing your math and you realize, wow, I just went over budget $500 and the month is already over. There's nothing you can do about it now. You already went over budget. It's after the fact. What would happen if you had a budget like every dollar that was on your phone, not just your phone, it's on your phone and your spouse's phone. And in Every single day you're getting update on how much money is actually there. Those transactions are automatically going into the app, automatically updating so you can automatically see when you get to the grocery store line, hey, I only have $179 left to spend. Well, I think, Ken, that it would change the way that you spend, mm -hmm. which would ultimately affect your budget. That's correct. So I'm just saying every dollar is away if you're looking for a place we want you to come to every dollar. Matter of fact, I have a promo code. Let me just throw that out there. If you go to everydollar.com slash Jade, I will I myself will spend Dave's money and give you $15 off your first year. That's on me. Or let me do you one better. Now, this is a little bit of a roundabout road, but let me do you one better. If you purchase pre on pre-order my book, which is Money's Not a Math Problem, which is truly, truly at its core about budgeting. If you purchase this on pre-order, I will give you three months of every dollar free, every dollar premium. I'm talking about the one with all the bells and whistles that comes as a perk. It's $10. So if you want to get three months for free to see how this thing is really working, go ahead and do the book. And that's another little roundabout way to get this. So there's there's methods, Ken. There's layers to this thing is what I'm saying. Well said. Well said, indeed. Anything to add? Uh, no, I, I think that was... Perfect. All right, let's That's move great. on. Let's move on. We got Rachel and I'm going to say La Lafayette. There it is. Is that's, it Lafayette? Yes, that's his actual name. Louisiana. For, for the history buffs out there, the man's name was Marquis de Lafayette. And everybody yes. goes, Lafayette, well, Tennessee. That's country. It's like, it's not Lafayette. It's Lafayette. Thank you very much. Well, this is Rachel, and she can tell us if we're right or not. Are we right? Is it Lafayette? It's Lafayette, Okay, yes. that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. What's going on, Rachel? How can we help? Yes. Hi, um, I have a question regarding an investment property that both my husband and I own. Mm -hmm. um, we purchased it using um, an inheritance um, with the intentions of using the profits to help supplement our retirement later on and also our children's secondary education. Okay. Um, 
We paid cash for it two and a half years ago. And we currently have um, $95,000 invested into it. Um, We currently profit $750 per month after all of our expenses. The kicker is a few days ago, we had our annual HOA meeting Mm -hmm. where the annual budget for the complex was discussed, um, needed future projects, difficulties collecting HOA fees from several of the owners. Um, We also learned that the current HOA fees are not meeting the current budget needs Mm -hmm. and are also not taking into consideration Oh, excuse me, the consideration for the needed improvement projects. Okay. Um, therefore, we're anticipating a rise in the HOA fees next year. From what to we what? Just having, um, we're not sure about next year, but we just went from 206 to 263 a okay. month in HOA fees. And if you had to guess, um, what do you think it could get to? Like, what's your biggest I fear? Would say, I would say like 350. Okay. If not more. Um, so where does that put you? Yeah. Imp- what, what, what's that? In our profit? What would that put Well, well that? no. I mean, you call because this is creating a problem right. for you. So what, what, what is this making you consider this raise in HOA? Um, just with knowing all the issues that they're having, I'm wanting to sell. My husband's wanting to keep it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so real numbers. Just, what are you afraid of? If it goes up as high as three fifty, what does that do to your profit margins? Aren't you passing some of that along to your renters? If not, yeah, we are going to go up on our um, on the rent as you should. But I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid that if we get into the four hundreds a month, more people in our units are not going to pay the HOA fees, and then it's just going to go downhill from there. Maybe with, you know, I think that you increase. Can I just cut in? And I I think that you're, I think you're projecting a lot of what ifs. Um, Uh Because right now, like you said, okay, it's gone up 60 bucks. That's substantial. Um, But you're going to pass 30 of it over to your folks. And you're going to take some of it. And instead of making 750 a month, you're going to make 720 a month. And I would really Mm -hmm. cross that bridge when you get to it. I think that to just go, oh, this is getting crazy. I'm selling right away. I mean, what would happen if you just stuck in a little bit longer to really see where this goes? That's what I would do. I mean, Ken? Yeah, I agree. I think I think you uh, trust your husband on this. Walk through the numbers. Walk through your fears. Let's get some facts on this, and let's move forward. I, I wouldn't get out because of the Verizon HOA. This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw, your host, joined by Ken Coleman, who is also your host. And we are taking calls all afternoon about your life and what's going on with your money and how it relates to the other areas of your life. So if you want to talk with us, give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And we would love to talk with you. We're going to go straight to the phone to Dennis, who's in Charlotte, North Carolina. How can we help today, Dennis? Hi, how are you, Miss Jade? I'm doing good. How are you, Dennis? I'm doing great. I'm super glad to be on here. Awesome. I'm happy to talk to you. What's going on? Well, so a little bit about my situation. My mama, I'm 18 years old. She passed away last September at the age of 36 due to a drunk driver. Oh, gosh. And Mm. since then, I moved in with my pastor and my best friend, and I've been having trouble getting a job. My buddy and his other buddy started construction, and I've worked with them off and on, but I I get to start my first day at UPS tomorrow. Nice. A morning shift. 
4 a.m. to 9 p.m. I'm looking really much forward to it. Great hours, good yeah. money, $21 an hour. Okay. Just to start out. But I got a little bit of a trouble. I've been not doing money like I said. I got a credit card. Okay. It's very stupid, very stupid. And I, I'm not, it's not due or nothing, but I've already spent 110 on that credit card. My limit is 300 I don't okay. want to go. I don't want to spend any more on it. Okay. And I, my papa has helped me out because I've had a rough couple weeks. Yeah. He gave me some money. And my friends, when we go out to eat, I'll say, no, I'm not going to eat. I don't have to. They'll pay for it because I got really good friends. Right. And I make right. sure that I put their money, how much I owe them back then. So I'm in debt to friends and credit card to around 340 something dollars probably. And I'm three days past due my phone bill, which is $120. And I'm two days past due on my car insurance, which is $200. Okay. I got it all written and I'm down. $0. Okay. <laughs> and you've got $0, but you start the UPS job tomorrow. Yes. And yes, when do you get your first paycheck? So today was orientation for 10 minutes. Tomorrow we go in for three hours at 4 o'clock. But then Friday I go in 4 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock in the morning, my actual hour first day. Mm -hmm. But I will get that money next Thursday, but it won't be enough. I'll get next week's paycheck after Thanksgiving. Okay, so after Thanksgiving, assuming now that you've gotten two paychecks, how much money will you have? Because it's still the month of November, so it's not like we've crossed into another month. How much money will you have once you get those two checks after Thanksgiving? I would want to say... Six hundred dollars, okay. maybe seven. And you've got you've got shelter, you've got a car, like you know. what I'm saying you're oh, living yeah. with your pastor and your papa, so you've got. So my with pastor that, and my best friend, pastor and best friend. Okay, so with that yes, six hundred dollars, if you took that and you paid the two hundred dollars in car insurance, that leaves you with four hundred. Mm -hmm. You paid the one twenty on the mm -hmm. phone, and then you paid the credit card for one ten. What about that? And then with your yeah, next check. You came in and you paid the two thirty. Sorry, I didn't get to write down what the two thirty was for, but whatever that that's your biggest debt and you paid that one final. How would that feel? Yes, ma'am. And then by Christmas time that's you have no more debt. Be perfect. But there's one I gotta ask now, what should which I think is a pretty good question because the car's essential. That's yes. my car. My car insurance will not be extended. Should I just let my phone go off for about a week or so? So or, your car insurance is late. When will they, when would they lapse it? They won't lapse it until the next month, right? It's just late at well, this they point. Say, they send you a letter out the first day you don't pay it. They'll send you a letter out saying it's been canceled. But I talked to you on the phone. That's not true. You have like three days after. Okay. So let's make that yeah. final, that, let's make that first priority because you need to be able to drive and you need to right. have insurance. So let's let, let right. that be the first thing. And if for some reason, if you're not able to cover that and it, they do lapse it, like call them up and be like, hey, I just got this job. Is there any way you can extend it? What will that look like? If they won't, then you're just going to have to pop into another policy. And until you can, just don't drive your car. Like do not drive around without insurance. And you're going to need no. to, you're going to need somebody in your circle. One of these friends who's been spotting you some money, you know, get them to drive yeah. you to work until you can get this money and get back with your insurance. Yes, ma'am. You got that? Mm -hmm. Ken Coleman's going to help you with, with this career side. Come on, I'm just Ken. really curious. Uh, you're only 18. You're very, very young, and you've got plenty of time. So this is not a pressure question. I'm just kind of curious. I'm glad, yes, by sir. the way, you're at UPS. I think this is a great landing spot for you with all the trauma you've gone through, losing your mom. You're going to get great benefits there. Work your butt off. Just get stable. Get your financial feet you know, underneath of you and heal emotionally. Uh, but I am curious, what are you thinking about? What are you wondering about as an 18-year-old young guy about your professional future? 
I just, well, I'm a preacher, you know, so I think about preaching a lot, but I want to be successful. I'm actually in the course of taking online real estate classes right now. Um, so that's a main thing for me is pursuing real estate, but I want to, the classes are hard. They're online and they're, they're difficult, but I'm not a quitter. Mm. That's really what I do want to do. And I'm not even sure if that's still what I, I want to do a lot of things. Well, that's that right fine. That's goal. fine. So are you thinking bivocational? You're selling homes during the week and preaching on the weekend. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, sir. All right. All right. Well, you've got plenty of time. I, I, I would say this. I want you to walk our baby steps out, okay? We've got our, we got our crisis situation, which really isn't a crisis because you have a place to land. You have a place to sleep. You got food. Um, and let me just say this on the cell phone thing. The cell phone people aren't going to cancel your cell phone because you're a couple weeks late. No. I love the fact that you're communicating with people and just tell them exactly your situation. Look, here's here's where I'm at. I'm okay. I got a great job at UPS. It's one of the most respected companies in the world. You're good to go. Uh, so so then get that a thousand dollars. Once we get through this, getting caught up on everything, a thousand dollars in your savings account. That's your emergency fund, right? And you have yes, no other debt, correct? That's just these small yes, little sir. things. Great. So here's the deal: cut the credit card up today. You don't Tonight. need you don't need the credit card. That credit card, if you still have it open. It becomes an option for you when times get tough, and it just keeps putting you behind the eight ball. And as tough as your life has been uh, over the last year, um, you can handle it. You have got a, a spunk about you, a light that I can just feel coming through the phone, and and there's no stopping you. And you've got support through the friends, through the place to stay. So you don't even need the credit card for what most people think they need it for. Mm-hmm. So cut it up. And not just cut it up, I'm going to challenge you, when this call is done, the next phone call you make to the credit card company and cancel it. And then once you've got $1,000 in your savings account, baby step one, since you have no debt, you are now moving right into, what does a six-month emergency fund look like for you? Because you have no other expenses. I'd like to see a six-month emergency fund for you, but three to six months will work. And now you begin to go into baby step four, where you begin to invest 15% of your income. You're probably going to have a great retirement account uh, set up with UPS. Mm -hmm. Get familiar with it with HR. Talk to them about it. Do your max contribution. And then go, go, go. And and young man, uh, you're going to be way ahead of most 18-year-olds financially, which gives you a ton of freedom professionally as you begin to explore things. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir, I do. And you got my word. I'll cut it up as soon as I get off here and I'll call them. I like it. I love that. I love that. And just just to get you started, I love to give you uh, a couple of months of every dollar premium. So Austin's going to pick up. Make sure you get started with the best budgeting app that is out there. I would love for you to have that. And matter of fact, you know what? Dennis is on point. Let's give him Financial Peace University because I want him knowing all the ins and outs. I want him completely financially literate. There we go. Can I say it? And let's add on to the gifts. Austin, let's also give him the Get Clear Woo! career assessment for him to just Loaded. begin to think through what does my future look like. Give him the book From Paycheck to Purpose, which is yes. also the companion. And uh, is there anything else? And you know what? Why not? One of my I books. was waiting okay. for this. Look, I forgot that I had it to give away. <laughs> let's be honest about that. This is brand new. It's a rookie move. It's a rookie move. It's rookie okay. mistake. It's okay. Yes, give him money's not a math problem. I love it. Man, Dennis... He he's what I call he's what I call a superstar a mm-hmm. stud really great spirit for a young man who's been through a kind of a bone crushing spirit crushing loss one hundred loses mama at thirty six yeah wow I mean that's tough stuff what wow. a bright soul he is 
but I really like that he um I really like that he's surrounded by really great friends, mm-hmm. really great family, a pastor, a church, like people who really came in and and it sounds like they just put their arms around him and made sure that he he knew he was God. Like he knew those people had him and I love that. That's I mean you can't that's what it's all about. I love that. And I love the generosity, Ken. You came through with, uh, you were like Santa Claus. I have the spiritual gift of giving away Dave's resources. It's I love that. something you come with. Ooh, love it. Here to help people. I love it. It gives me chills. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, good folks. Dr. John Deloney here. Listen, the Ramsey Cash Giveaway is back, and you could win the $3,000 grand prize. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway and enter every day. Plus, save 20% on bestsellers like my latest book, Building a Non-Anxious Life, my Questions for Humans conversation cards, and my friend Dave Ramsey's Baby Steps Millionaires. Listen, don't miss these deals. Get 20% off at RamseySolutions.com slash store. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw. This is Ken Coleman to my right. We're taking calls about your life and your money. So give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. We've had a lot to discuss uh, over the past several segments, Ken. And I don't know, like if you guys listen regularly, uh, you may have listened yesterday and we had a gentlemen call in let me just give you a brief synopsis we had a guy call in and um he was a a a vet who was fully disabled and but he was still able to work okay and so he had the gi bill available to him to pay for some extended school and because of the nature of his disability he had i believe up to sixty five thousand dollars of federal student loan forgiveness available to him even though he only had $10,000 that needed to be forgiven. So he was trying to ask us, would it be right for him to basically take out a student loan that would not be used for education because he technically didn't need it, but that he could just use for life, like his mortgage and things like that. And we felt like there was a bit of an ethical dilemma there. And so we advised him, yeah, don't, don't take out the money. You can live, you can work. I know it's available, but it's for student loans. And in this case, you wouldn't be using it for your education. But during the break, Ken and I talked and I thought, I was like, you know what? This is tax dollars. I'd be willing to give him my portion, which is like 0.0000019%. And it kind of just grew. And so we came back and we asked you, the people. Well, what was my opinion? Go ahead and tell him, Ken. You said I would get, I said, I'm not giving him mine. I'm like... No. You went Scrooge mode. No, I just went. I just, <laughs> I just went personal responsibility mode. I'm not mad at that. Which gets called Scrooge. No, I'm not mad at you, Ken. I, oh no, I, I know. I get it. So I then it. you said, "Let's ask the people." And so James apparently, how did we do this? We took. You a can poll. drop a poll on YouTube. So we did a YouTube poll, and we got a lot of strong feedback in the comments as well. I'll tell you what the numbers were, and then you can guess which answer goes with which. Number. All right. Okay. It was 67 percent to 32 percent. <gasps> Uh, I'm telling you right now, the Ramsey audience, 67% went with Ken. I think you, Ken. I think you're right. I think I lo- I think even though I was like Michael McDonald and taking it to the streets, <laughs> nobody cared. Yeah, it was 67% no. Meaning they agree with Meaning, me? Meaning, yes, no, that they wouldn't give their money. So yeah. they agree these, with are, these are people who dollars. believe in rugged individualism, personal responsibility. Good on Look, you folks. I'm not mad. I am not mad because honestly, because because of you guys, I am now 0.1111119 which richer. Okay. So thank you for giving me money back into my pocket. Love it. This is why I love this show, Ken. We I, I must talk say, about James, hard hitting facts. I, I do like the poll. 
and I I like doing this more often. I wish we could uh, maybe do a text in and do live poll results during the show on certain issues. When mm-hmm. you, our fearless leader, think it might be interesting, we should figure out a way to do that. I love that. You're going to drop your personal cell phone number in the chat? No, but they got this ability to do this now, these people, these, these tech people. <laughs> you give out a text number, and then boom. I just think it'd be great. All right, stay tuned. You never know what can we happen We are on here for the people, Well, let's, so they should have a voice. They do have a voice. I'm about to let let us hear Cheryl's voice. All right. In Reno. In Reno. Reno. Look, Ken, you, <laughs> you got me flustered. You just said Reno. Reno, Nevada. <laughs> I was thinking about how I was going to make fun I of you know. next. And oh, you so, were? Yeah, I was what like, were you gonna say? I was going to say, Ken, if you would stop yapping, I can go to Cheryl and hear her voice. Oh, okay. And then I messed oh, up and said Reno, and then you made fun of me instead. That's what happens. That's what <laughs> I got him. What's going on, Cheryl? How can we help? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Uh, my husband just retired the end of June, and we're still trying to get our retirement budget together. But my kids keep thinking we've got all this money that we can spend on them. And I feel so broke constantly, even though we're not really giving them money. They've got trust funds that my parents set up for them when my parents passed away. And I just don't know what to do anymore. So, Cheryl, these trust fund kids are hounding you for money? Yes. And you're, But you're not giving it to them? Uh, no. But you feel bad because you're not giving it to them? Yes. Well, I thought you said you feel broke, and I'm confused how you would feel broke because <laughs> of them. I think you feel broke because of you all. No. Okay. We have we have more money than what we're telling the kids we have. Then how can you feel broke? Because I'm constantly being told we need money for this. We need money for this. We need money for oh, this. So, so you, yeah. I mean, it's getting to be Christmas. My daughter wants Christmas money. What? She calls how old is your daughter? What? To co-sign for a loan. For my 17-year-old granddaughter no. to get a 2020 car because no. my daughter's credit is down the tube. And you want to know whose problem that is? Nachos. It's my daughter's problem. Yeah, it's not your problem. Cheryl, these, I'm just, this is your family and you love them, but I am an, an impartial person out here. And I'm telling you, these folks are entitled. You have done the right thing. You have said, no, I'm not going to fund this and that. And I'm certainly not going to do it at your whim. If you feel the need to be generous, you can choose when and how you'd like to be generous for your family. But they do not get to treat you like grandma ATM and come to you whenever they feel like they need this or that. You're exactly right. And if I were in your shoes, I would not feel bad about that for a hot second. Uh, Cheryl, what's the status? Well, okay, we'll come back to that. What's the status of the trust funds? Are they? Do they already have access to them, or are they waiting to get access to them? I have ac- I'm the only one that has access to them right now. My son inherited uh, my parents' house as part of his trust. Mm-hmm. We ended up having to take a loan against that trust because they would not upkeep the house, and the city has an ordinance where you can't have just weeds all over your front yard uh-huh and so, so your we son ended up having to take a loan against the trust to pay someone to come out and landscape their front yard 
Well, the car for the granddaughter is a loan against my my daughter's trust. Why are they loans, though? I wasn't though? about to co-sign because I don't want to make car payments. Right. right. Well, okay. But my question is... Does the trust say is is the trust delineating when and when certain amounts are supposed to be distributed to them and they're just not getting what they felt like they were supposed to, or is it something different? The trust gives my daughter uh, fifteen hundred dollars a month, and that's it. And she gets that. She gets that every month, and she wants above and beyond that. Is that what you're telling me? And she wants above and beyond yeah. that. All right, so let me... let me. My go. son has a house to live in. Right now, his rent is $275 a month to help pay for the sewer, the insurance, right. the property taxes, that type of thing. All right, Cheryl, here's the problem. Um, your kids know about the trust, and they have known about the trust for a while, enough to let their behavior be so immature mm. and so lazy that they can't even cut their own grass and you've got to take a loan. First of all, you didn't have to do any of this. You've done it. I think you called today because you're at your wits end. And should be. And you should be. But I will say um, you have a lot of responsibility here. And I'm not saying this to be mean to you at all. I'm saying that now is the day for you to say enough is enough. And you got to decide what you're going to do here on this trust. Um, I don't think they've earned it, and uh, but I, I don't want to get into the minutia of this, mm-hmm. but uh, because I don't think that that distracts from from what you need to do. What you need to do is say, this is what you get, and and if it were me, I'd change the the trust to where they don't get any of it till they show themselves worthy and responsible of it. But uh, at this point, they get what they get from the trust, and you need to say that's it. That's it. And there's no more asking mama for anything, which means you are going to say no to all these loans against the this is this is this is over and this is a family meeting wow a come to Jesus meeting where you make it really really clear how things are going to be going forward because these kids are manipulating you emotionally mm-hmm. you sound like an emotionally weary lady who actually needs to take charge and let the kids gripe and complain it's time for them to be adults i know that's not fun to hear but this isn't going to change until you cut them off and be okay with cutting them off Mm, show you right Ken I am not going to argue with that that is strong advice from Ken Coleman and I agree 100% thanks for hanging us with, with us this hour be sure to join us next hour on the Ramsey Show live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions it's the Ramsey Show where we help people build wealth do work that they love and create actual amazing relationships. I am Jade Warshaw. I am joined today by Ken Coleman. I am the money personnel and Ken Coleman is the work and career personnel, but we dibble and dabble, you know, into a bunch of other things. So if you want to give us a call, we'll talk about what you want to talk about. As long as it has something to do with your life, your money, your work, and your relationships, the number is 888-825- Five two two five. The phone lines are open, but I see we've already got David in San Antonio, Texas. David, what's going on in your world, dude? I have a quick, short question. Would you recommend a person who suffers from emotional, spontaneous shopping stay out of the shopping malls? <laughs> what? Hang up and let you- <laughs> David? Wait a second. You don't get to hang up yet. That's too juicy. 
But wait okay. a minute. He knows the answer. <laughs> David, you know the answer? Well, what's your recommendation? Do I just not bring as much cash into a Walmart or a shopping mall? Uh, do I not go at all? Do uh, I uh, well, we're gonna, down a... We're going to dig deep and find out how deep it is. All right, but... Before you dig, I want to also just make a connection with David. I suffer from emotional, spontaneous eating. So, what I'm, type of things do you eat, Ken? Oh boy, uh, chips and salsa. Okay, I go the salty variety. Okay. I don't want to make this about so me. So David's in good I'm company. I want to learn. I'm going to see if what you say to him about emotional spending. I want to know what it helps looks me like. with with emotional eating. I want to know, David, what does this spending look like? Are we talking about, hey, I go to Target and next thing I know I've spent $500 on a credit card? Is it I come back because it's the Lexus Christmas to remember and I bought my wife a new car? Like, how deep does this go? I walk into a shopping mall with, say, $400. My intention is to buy one item and leave. But you know how a shopping mall is. The next thing you know, you see this. You want that. You may be with a woman. She sees this. You want that. She wants this. And the next thing you know, that 400 is gone. I, I, so, I, I totally get it, But David. here's the thing. You came with 400 This This is key. Did you go with $400 and you only spent $400? Or did you go with $400 and you spent far more than $400? Okay, that's a, that's a good... I didn't think about all that. I see what you're saying. Do you see what I'm saying? Because no, there's well, what's part the of answer? This, there's... You actually asked a question. It could be both at any given moment. I mean, it depends. I mean, so not you, that I go to the mall a lot, but, you know. If you go over the $400, the extra money that you're spending, is this you putting it on a credit card? Yes. Okay. Here's what I would recommend. In general, I think that we all can can be emotional spenders, celebratory spenders, I'm sad spenders, whatever that thing that provokes you. Um, I'm a celebratory spender and eater, by the way. Um, So knowing what those things are, like some of us, it's like, I like spending money and these are my, like, it seems like you have identified the mall is it. For other people, it might be home goods. For other people, it might be, um, I don't know, whatever, you know, Bass Pro Shops, whatever it is, right? So some of us know the key areas. Like if I go in that store, I will buy something. So I would avoid those stores. Also, there's some data out. I just read this. Don't go shopping when you're in a sad or mad state of mind. Uh, There's actually, yeah, like it's people go out and, and you don't even have to be in the mall to want to go buy something when you're sad or mad. That's right. So that's that's the other part. So the first part is identifying what is the store that just, I can't leave without spending something. And then the other part is identifying what type of spender am I? Like I said, I'm a celebratory spender. I get that. I'm a celebratory eater. I get that. You, David, need to look and go, what is the emotion I'm feeling when I feel the need to spend? So that's number two. Mm-hmm. Now, practically speaking, this is just me. When Whenever somebody says, hey, Jade, I can't stick to my budget or hey, Jade, I'm spending like crazy, you want? I just tell people, I'm like, you need to take the the plastic out of your wallet. And that comes in two parts. Number one, if you have credit cards, you need to cut those jokers up, never to be seen again. And your debit card also needs to come out of your wallet. And you need to replace that with a stash envelope of cash that only gets you what you need. So, David, you're not the guy who needs to keep $400 of cash in your wallet in and of itself. You probably need to keep... 25 or 50 and that and gets you through the day don't take a woman to the mall with you i know that's right i gotta add that don't take these women out you can tell he's got an issue with this david you take a lady to the mall what happens to you pal i overspend mm-hmm. 
he overspends. <laughs> he gets soft like it's butter. Happy, He's like, I gotta spend. She's just because she's, she's looking done. at something yeah. and you want to make her feel special, David. That's correct. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Well, you need yeah. to tell her ahead of time. Well, like Jade's advice, show her the envelope and say, I only have fifty dollars in this because well, this other well, lady in my life named Jade said I could only have fifty. Maybe don't show her the envelope because we don't want her thinking that will take care of the lady problem. Yeah, it will. That's what I'm doing for him. I'm helping him out. <laughs> David's got a lady problem. He does. He does. But maybe don't show her fifty dollars and say this is all the money I have. Uh, you'll find that, out. Yes, I would. Might, no, that might disagree. make the pool shrink real quick. <laughs> no, it'll tell you whether or not she likes you for you or the stuff you're getting her. David, that is true. I know no, what I I'm talking about. On women exactly because everybody has emotions now. Oh they no, do. It's, this is not on. I'm not blaming women. I'm blaming you and your weakness for women. <laughs> okay, well, it happens. Okay, yeah, that's right. I didn't get this cardigan, you know, without some experience. I know what I'm talking about here. You so, got to be careful. That's your kryptonite. That's are, what you're, you're laying it out. One hundred percent. Are you? Let me just go one one tab deeper. Do you think that the majority of the spending that you do is on other? other people or other women or is the majority of the problem that you're spending on things that you're buying for yourself 50 50 it's 50 50 <laughs> so what i would say is reserve like if you're dating around like if you're you know swiping left or swiping right and you're you know what? going out with different ladies what is that a dating mean? app oh okay gotcha like Sorry. tinder or whatever oh, whatever see, I'm not the dating in that apps world. are okay. i'm not either but i i got my ear to the pavement ken you do so i know what's going you on you are up to date if you're dating don't spend like big bucks on these like just a weekend date. Once you find a lady and it's like, this is my lady, then you can start creating like a, a larger budget for what you might want to spend to wine and diner. Do you have debt? I have uh, about, uh, I'm about a hundred in uh, credit card debt. But oh, Lord, that's, that's another conversation, David. A hundred thousand? You didn't tell us about that. Oh, oh, no, 100. Oh, okay. Just a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's nothing. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, so we're paying that off. Yeah, it just may look. I'm telling this, you, the envelope. I like you, envelope. but this is how much I like I'm you go, on this date. Mm-hmm. Set I'm yourself a clear envelope. budget. Get the envelope, clear amount of money in there. This is for dinner. We're not hitting the mall afterwards. This yeah. is for dinner and a movie. That's right. We're keeping it simple. We're not mm-hmm. going to extremes, Ken. No no concessions at the movie. But ladies, okay, it's poll time. No Annie uh, Ann's pretzel in the mall. James, it's poll time. If you're oh, a lady and you go, go on a date and he shows you a $50 envelope and says, <laughs> this is it. This is all I got. Turn on or turn off. You tell us. Is this a good thing? Are you like, this is a responsible male, or is this a bad thing? I think it depends on how he looks. <laughs> I really do. Because that would give, if the guy showed me a $50 envelope and said, this is it, it would give me Uncle Boo Boo vibes, and I would be like, I don't know about this guy. I just, he can keep it a secret is all I'm saying. Just take me out. You don't have to tell me everything all right, that's fair. Put it in the poll. Let's right, see what people say. Maybe not the best procedure, but a great principle. <laughs> I'll give you that. This is The Ramsey Show. All right, let's cut to the chase. It's easy to get discouraged about crazy house prices and interest rates. But when you have the right real estate agent to help you buy and sell the right way, you'll have confidence to make smart decisions. Ramsey trusted agents aren't just experts who guide you through buying or selling. They're someone you can trust to have your back from the first call to closing day. Find a Ramsey trusted agent near you at RamseySolutions.com slash agent. RamseySolutions.com slash agent. 
You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I am Jade Warshaw. You are Ken Coleman, and we are your co-hosts together today. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. We'd be happy to take your call. Um, Now, our question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly. Neighborly is your hub for home services. When you need to make repairs, schedule routine maintenance, or get local help for home improvement projects, go to neighborly.com slash Ramsey, your source to find and schedule reliable home service providers in your area. Today's question comes from Derek in Oregon. What do I do with the leftover money at the end of the month when I'm budgeting in every dollar? What say you, Judge Jane? I say you follow those baby steps, uh, Derek, and whatever baby step you're on, that's where the margin goes. Um, And that could be anything. And for anybody who's listening for the first time, I'd be happy to just walk you through those baby steps so you know where your money, you can assess your own personal situation and go, okay, where does my margin go? Um, Baby step one is $1,000 saved. If you are in debt and you're looking for a way out, baby step one, you just get $1,000. Starter, keyword starter emergency fund. Then after you've done that, and by the way, for your starter emergency fund, you pull that from any money you might've had before or you go out and get it, you work. The average person is able to get that money in about 30 days. Then you move on to baby step two. Baby step two is paying off all of your debt except your mortgage. Now, this is where we're going intense. And if you have, again, if you have a stash of money, maybe you got 20K in the bank, you've got money in stocks, that's non-retirement money. You take all that money plus the margin in your budget, you throw it at your debts from smallest to largest. That's called the debt snowball. And that is baby step two. Then after that, we head on over to baby step three. This is where we're stacking up three to six months of an emergency fund. So if you're listening and you're like, Jade, I don't have debt. I mean, I've got my mortgage, but that doesn't count. Okay. Now you're on baby step three. That's where your margin and your budget goes to baby step three, stacking up three to six months of basic expenses. It doesn't have to be your full-fledged, full budget with all the bells and whistles, okay? And after you've done that, if you're like, okay, I've still got some margin, we're investing 15%, which happens to be baby step four, and we still have some money left over, Now you can throw that towards a 529 for your kids. You can throw extra towards your mortgage, okay? And that's where that margin goes. If you're on baby steps four, five, and six, your margin is paying 15% to retirement. Anything after that, you're putting towards your kid's college. It's not a particular amount, whatever you can get. And then whatever is extra after that, you're paying off your house early. And that's how this thing works. And I can't say it enough. When it comes to budgeting, I'm going to call myself out here, Ken, and you can tell me what you think. Okay, I'll call you out. I used to think that a budget was simply a list of your debts. And as long as your money is paying for your debts and you know what your debts are and your month-to-month bills, car notes, uh, hair appointment, you know, uh, those things that are mandatory, car notes, rent, um, insurance, cell phone, as long as you've paid for that in your budget, you're fine. And everything else is just up for grabs. Everything else is treat yourself. A grab bag, if you will. It's a grab bag. You don't have to budget that Mm -hmm. money. Yeah. No, that is not a budget as I understand it. It's not a budget. A true budget is a zero-based budget, Mm -hmm. meaning you take your paycheck Mm -hmm. and you give an assignment and you get to choose some of the things are mandatory and like this is I'm a responsible adult. I have to pay these things. Mm -hmm. And then you're also though assigning that other half that used to be the treat yourself money, you're giving that money an assignment too. And it's okay if one of the assignments is 
hair appointment. It's okay if one of the assignments God, is you dog You better food. believe I have to get my hairs did. You got to get those hairs did, Ken. Uh, you know, you know John Maxwell once said that a budget is telling your money what to do. That's right. And I think that is a very simplistic but powerful way of looking at the process of budgeting. Uh, yes, zero base, because zero I've based. told every dollar where it's going. That's right. And why we have the every dollar budgeting app. That's why it's there called every dollar. You tell every dollar where to go. And by the way, I talk specifically about every dollar in this new little quick read that just came out today. It's called Money's Not a Math Problem. And I call it Money's Not a Math Problem because we're dealing with things that happen in your mind when it comes to money. But the other play on this is I'm talking about budgeting and I'm talking about every dollar and every dollar does all the math for you. So again, it doesn't have to be your math problem. Let every dollar figure out that math problem for you. Okay, Ken Coleman? I see what you did there. Yeah, that's that what I did. a seamless self-promo. Very, you know, good. Very I, good. I will beat that drum. Yes, All right, did. let's go into the phone lines. we got Robert from Las Vegas, Nevada. What's going on, Robert? Hi, uh, thanks for taking a call. Um, I have a question. Um, bought a house a year and a half ago, first-time buyer, and I'm late in my life and I would like to try and pay off the house much earlier than the 30 year typical 30 year mortgage. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking five to six years, maybe seven years. Love that. And so I can, so I can enjoy the, 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 the house. Yeah. I love that. I don't, idea. Think, I'll be, I don't think I'll be around 30 more years to enjoy it after I retire. Sure. Um, well, I mean, I hope that you have a long, full life, but I get this feeling of wanting to pay off your house. I love that. My only question to you would be to make sure you're at the right point in your financial journey to actually start taking those steps. So let's dig a little bit deeper. Is that cool okay. with you? Again? Okay. So we just walked through those baby steps here a minute ago. What baby step would you be on? Do you have debt? Do you have money saved? I don't have any debt except for the mortgage and one car payment. Okay. Uh, no credit cards. Um, I've got, I've got some cash. Yeah. How much cash? Um, thirty-five thousand. Okay. Would you call that about? How many months of savings would you say that is? Is that three months? Is it four months? Six months? No, it's right around five. five about months. five months. All right. Okay. So I got to jump in because we got the car payment. You said right. we have no debt except, but the car payment is debt. So how much do you owe in the car? Um. Well, good question. Um. I don't know the amount I owe, but it's a monthly payment of three fifty, and it's only because I got in a car accident that totaled my almost paid off car. <laughs> if you had to guess what you spent on the car, what do you think you what do you think you spent? Is it twenty thousand? Is I, it forty thousand? Oh no no no! It's probably more like fifteen thousand. Okay, so Ken, I'm glad Ken dug deeper on that. I would take some of the money out of that saving stash that you have enough to pay mm -hmm. off that car completely. And I would get that debt okay. out of your life because it's draining thirty, you know, three hundred fifty bucks a month from you that you could be using to pay off your house. So I would pay, I would pay that debt off, get it out of your life today. Today, then, you know, you've got five months. If you wanted to build that savings back up, you could. Or if you're like, look, I'm fine. I, you know, if, if that brought you down to three months and you were fine with having three months of savings, we suggest three to six months. So if you want mm -hmm. five again, you could take some time and build it back up, and then. My next question to you would be, are you investing 15% of your income no, in retirement? No, I do, not have, I do not have any retirement yet. I okay. just got this better income a couple of years ago, and we're able to buy the house, like I said, about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. 
And so basically my, my plan is to pay the regular mortgage and then throw a lot of extra cash at the mortgage for the next five to six years. I know you want to do that, but I also want to make mm-hmm. sure you've got plenty of retirement and cash on hand as well. So what I would love to mm-hmm. see you do is also start investing 15% and you know, you've got this new job, this new income. I want you investing 15% of your gross salary and I want you doing that every month so that you can start having compound interest work for you so that when you do you know, go on down the line, this money is there. And then after that, when you've got that extra money, now you can start putting some extra on your mortgage, however much you can or however much you'd like to. You do not have to be intense about this, but I do want you to be very, very intentional about getting this mortgage paid off. And these all work together. I think right now you're just one track mind. I got to do the mortgage, got to do the mortgage because you want that peace, right? I think everybody wants the feeling of not owing anybody anything, but there's method to this madness. Yeah, there was a plan for the retirement. It was like five years towards the house and then the next five years would be just all towards retirement. Yeah. Since I wouldn't have any major debt. Look, look, Robert, at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. you can work your plan if you want to. I'm not mad at you. You're grown, man. If you want to work the plan that you had and that you created, you are free and clear to do that. But if you call us, we're going to tell you what our plan was and what our plan is and the plan that's worked for millions and millions of people, a plan that's been around for over 30 years. So it's your prerogative. Bobby Brown said you can do what you want to do, but I'm going to tell you what Ramsey Solution says. So it's your world. This is The Ramsey Show. It's way too easy to put off making a will. And believe me, I've heard every excuse in the book, but not having the time is one excuse we can kick to the curb right now. Because these days, most folks can make a legally binding will on their laptop between loads of laundry. If you're wondering if you can make your will online or if you need a lawyer, we have a quiz to help you figure that out in less than five minutes. Just go to RamseySolutions.com slash wills quiz. RamseySolutions.com slash Wills Quiz. This is The Ramsey Show. I am Jade Warshaw, one of your hosts for today. I'm joined by Ken Coleman, your other host for the day. Ken, it's fun to host with you. It's fun to take calls. If you're interested in calling us and getting our take on your life, your money, your career, whatever's going on with you, you can give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And it would be really our great honor to just discuss that with you. Absolutely. So the phone lines are open. We've got Elizabeth who's in Charlotte, North Carolina. What's going on, Elizabeth? Hey there. How are you guys? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I'll get straight to the point. Um, I'm newly divorced. And I have three children that I'm taking care of alone now. Mm-hmm. Um, one Sorry. has autism. I have two embraces. <laughs> oh. um, and I, my question is, is I'm caught up in a cycle of payday loans. I just started listening to your show last week. Mm-hmm. So my normal job, I'm working five nights a week as a nurse. And so now that I've heard your show, I have now picked up every day that I have off. Awesome. I work a shift or, or doubles. Um, so pretty much um, the reason I can't work anymore is because I, don't, I only have a sitter at night. So I have to do what I can when I can. Okay. But I've got to get out of this debt. Um, How much do you make <laughs> before you get into overtime? Um, about 76000 And what do you think this overtime, I know you're brand new to this, but what do you think the overtime is going to make you in a given month if you're able to keep up the schedule? Um, probably an extra 2000 Per okay. month? 
per month. Yeah. Okay. All right. So at this point, I just want to make sure for clarity. At this point, you're five nights a week, or at this point, are you seven nights a week? Um, I just picked up, put it this way. Last week, I heard your show. I was doing five nights a week. Now I'm doing every night a week. Nice. Okay. Now you're doing every night a week. Okay. Very, very cool. Um, so tell me more about this payday lender and tell me more about the debt. Um, okay. I have a car, 24000 I have about 15000 in credit cards. And then I have probably two personal loans. That's about mm, 5000 together. Okay. Um, like I said, I'm paying for two sets of braces. Um, one child has been through like three, you know how you start all over, you take them off and then you, they put them on to do something different. Oh, so do I? Like, oh, so yeah, what are the, sets. what's the total um, debts on that combined? Mm. Um, right now I only owe about 250 more dollars on the braces, but I think they're going to start over with something else with one of them, one of the kids. And that'll be a, probably another 5,000. And do you have to do that? In, okay, we'll talk about that in, in a minute. Yeah, what else I, do you have? I got expertise on that issue. <laughs> yeah, tap what, me when you're ready. I will tap you in, all Ken. Right, what right. else do you have, um, Elizabeth? Um, let's see. Um, other than the payday loans, I just have rent because I'm, I don't have. Of course, I'm not buying now. I have a rent of like two thousand. Rent is two thousand. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. How much are the payday loans? You didn't tell me. Oh, the payday loans together, I could probably pay them off with three thousand. 3000 How many of them is it? It's four. Okay. So four payday loans equaling 3000 Okay. Um, do some quick math for me after your taxes, after everything like that with your overtime. What are you bringing home, taking home per month? Um, I haven't gotten my first check with the overtime yet, but I'm pretty sure it'll be close to seven. 7000 Good job, mama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. Uh Okay, so are you on a budget? Because me talking about this means nothing if you're not on a budget. You know what? I just I haven't I, I just got everything written down. Um, but my thing is now I I have to break bad news to everybody that we're not buying anything for anything. I know that's <laughs> so right. You know, yeah. I'm dealing with the pouting, but I'm like whatever, y'all. Just get they'll over get it. they'll get through it. This um, is going to be temporary. This is going to be a temporary sacrifice to win. Before you leave, Austin's going to give you every dollar because I want you on a budget that is going to make this as easy as possible for you, okay? Because on every dollar, you're going to put everything in there and you're going to really be able to see at the end of the rent, at the end of the bills, at the end of everything, what is my margin to actually be able to start paying off some of this debt? And first things first, um, Elizabeth, I want to give you a little bit of breathing room. Do you have any money saved? I have not one dime because I've been putting everything trying to catch my bills up. Mm-hmm. I've never been behind on my bills. Mm-hmm. And now with all of this happening, all my bills are behind. And I'm like, I can't stand it. I'm you freaking out. You just feel out. like you're freaking out. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I yeah. want you to tonight, because you're going to get the every dollar budget after this call. Tonight, I want you to work on that. That in between your shifts, on your break, because I know you're working tonight. I mm-hmm. want you to get this every dollar budget up and running because when you see the numbers, you're going to get some peace. Just knowing what the situation okay. is for yeah. real, for real, is going to give you peace. And first things first, I know you want to get these bills. I want you to get quickly a thousand dollars saved. That's right. And when I and, okay. and you're probably like Jade, you just added thousand dollars to my plate. Sell something. <laughs> Go through these kids' rooms. Well, look at these TVs. Sell this stuff and get you a thousand dollars. And you, let me tell you what what that's going to do for you, Elizabeth. You are going to be ahead just by doing that of the majority of Americans. And I know you don't, you maybe, 
the majority of Americans can't cover a thousand dollar emergency in cash. So right. just having that, you're going to go, okay, <laughs> winning at life. And then you're going to move on and you're going to start going through these debts one by one. You're going to list them smallest to largest. So it sounds like the uh, either the braces is going to be first or one of these payday lo loans is going to be first. And with all this mm -hmm. extra overtime, you are going to knock these bad boys out with, I, you're coming at them with a club, like with a sledgehammer. You're knocking these things out, going as quickly as possible. I love that you already told the kids, we're not doing it. When it comes to Christmas, yeah. I ain't got no yep. money, right? We're not doing them. that, okay? <laughs> and then I wanted to take yeah, a serious look at this car. Okay. If I've you already were, thought about selling it. <laughs> okay. And what could it go for? Um, what I've been seeing, well, this I probably could get twenty two to twenty three for it. Okay, so a thousand bucks upside down, upside down. Yeah. Okay, so what you could do, you could go over to a little credit union and see if they'll give you a loan for the the thousand dollars plus a couple of other thousands, so you can get you a cash car. So essentially, you're going from twenty four, twenty five thousand dollars in debt to five or six thousand dollars in debt. You could do that since you're a little upside down. Yeah. And that would get you out instantly. Go to a little credit union. Don't fool with SoFi and some of these other jokers. Make sure you get a person that you're talking to and you're saying, look, this is my situation. Okay, so you could look into that. Mm -hmm. But this is, you know, you got a little bit of a journey in front of you and you're going to walk it. Do you feel like you have the tools? I, I, I'm, I'll put it this way. I'm motivated, very motivated, <laughs> very motivated. Love well, it. Let me let me say this, Elizabeth. You're actually okay. Mm -hmm. Um, you, I know what you're feeling, and I'm glad you feel this way because it's it's got you awake and it's got you motivated. Mm -hmm. But I also want to encourage you. I don't want you losing sleep tonight. Um, you're going to be able to come up with a thousand dollars for that baby, that first baby step emergency fund, pretty quickly. Okay, mm -hmm. and the amount of money mm -hmm. you're bringing home right now, if you budget. You do what Jade tells you. She's going to give you all kinds of great goodies. And but if you actually get a hold of the seven thousand take home, based even on that car payment, you're okay. You're you're not. Yes. You're okay if you actually just get control of the money and go. Mm -hmm. All right, beyond giving the speech to the kids, which is the first step. Yeah. But I will say you're okay. I want you to breathe easier. Intense, yes. Uh, wary, worried about the situation you put yourself in. Sure, a little bit. But you're going to be okay. And so get that $1,000 first, then work your way through the baby steps, uh, and you'll knock that car out. Uh, you'll be fine. Or you can pay the car down, then sell it when you got more margin in the car. Sure. But you've got breathing room. I want to make sure if you keep this overtime up and you get in the budget, you've got room in that budget to where you're not going to be panicked. You're going to be out of this debt quicker than you realize that's right that's and what i want you to hear never ever ever oh. ever ever set foot in a payday loan store ever again, again. now let me also say on the braces because i want to get practical I, I listen i have three kids all three have had braces the multiple times too here's what i'm going to tell you i'd be on the phone with the orthodontist and go give me the real real yeah do we if need we can to wait do this six right months, now can we wait 12 months remember you're in charge of the kids teeth not the orthodontist. That's right. And unless something bad is happening that's going to cause issues down the road. Like for real issues. Press pause. Uh, we did that. I had to cash flow three sets of braces plus my wife braces plus retainers. Uh, and we did it when we could do it. And by the way, the kids' teeth are fine. So I'd press pause on that if you can. This is The Ramsey Show.
You're listening to The Ramsey Show. Thanks for listening. Our scripture and quote of the day, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That's Jeremiah 29, 11, one of my favorites. And Babe Ruth said this. He said, it's hard to beat a person who never gives up. Love that. Love it, love it, love it. Hey, give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. We want to talk to you. We want to know what's going on in your life. And we will help you as best as we can. Uh, Talking about myself and Ken Coleman over here to my right. Let's go to the phone lines, Ken. We've got Portia, who's in Dallas, Texas. What's going on, Portia? Hi, thank you all so much for taking my call. You're welcome. I I am extremely, extremely stressed out right now um it's mostly because i'm in kind of like stuck in between a rock and a hard place right now okay i am having the i want to finish my nursing program um at school but i'm also in a lot of debt and i have six babies um that you know i have (laughs) yes i am married my husband does have and i do also have two bonus babies so total we total have who are the bonus babies Tell me about my these bonus babies. <laughs> so when I got married, um, I had five. He had three. Gotcha. We had a daughter last year. And so we technically have we have nine all together. Oh, my word. Um, what is the uh, range of ages? Wow. So Sorry, both I of just... us have boys who are, both of us have boys who are now 17. Both are graduating next year. Okay. Um, I have a daughter, 16, all the way down to a daughter that's one. Okay. Oh, Lord. So you're just wow. exhausted. Wow. <laughs> yes. So wow. I have recently um, pretty much argued my whole entire family down. Well, I work full time. Let's go there. And I've okay. pretty much recently argued my whole family down that I can continue working and going to school at night. <laughs> and it's in a hassle. Now, to add all of that, you know, insult to injury, but I also pay out of pocket for my schooling, which is roughly around twenty six hundred a month. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. And so right now, I paid the first payment, of course, and I'm continuing to go to school. Um. Not only that, but I have to pay. We pay daycare. Yes. We also pay someone to help out with children. Right. On Wednesday, Thursday, Saturdays while I'm at school. Yes. And so. Yeah, and I'm just is the is the problem the money or you're at is the problem the money or you're at your wit's end. I'm the problem is the money and I'm at my wit's end because I'm not sure if I should continue to pay out of pocket for my schooling because I feel like this will put me in a better position, or if I should try to pay off debt. Okay, so let's get a quick snapshot of of the finance mm-hmm. part because you've already said you talked your family down, which tells me the family's going. We need you at home. Is that is that fair? Yeah. Okay. Well, the kids are like, Mom, we support you. We got it. My husband's like, you have a lot on your plate. And a lot of family is like, well, Portia, you know. That's right. We want you, do. you to do it, but this is you a You do. All right. So what's the financial picture? How much debt do you guys have? So myself, I am, I mean, it's going to be around maybe 80000 And mean, student that's, loans? That's me being very modest. No, no ma'am. That's, student loans is 73000 Okay. I can't get student loans or anything anymore, so I'm, I've been paying out of pocket to finish my degree. Okay, so seventy three thousand in student loans, eighty thousand in other mm-hmm. types of debt. What are the other? What does cool. that eighty thousand consist no, of? No, 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 no. You said eighty thousand total for you, correct? 
No, well, it's so total it's one seventy five, and this is just for me. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. My husband didn't have any debt, but his car broke down recently. My vehicle was stolen. His car broke down, and so he has to get another car, which. I mean, it's a thousand dollars a month total for the insurance and the car. All right, so slow down for a second because we're going to help you, but we got to. You got one hundred and seventy-five thousand in debt. I don't care who's. It's our debt. Okay, so Mm one seventy-five total is what you're dealing with with debt, correct? Yes, for the entire household. Are you guys with your full-time job and your husband's full-time job, and you paying twenty-six hundred a month in nursing school? Um, are you guys paycheck to paycheck? Are you are you not having any money left over at the end of the month? What's that look like? Yes, it, it's pretty much paycheck to paycheck. I was doing a lot of overtime to uh, kind of make you know ends meet and then pay for school. Okay. Well, what one is other the quick question. Now? One other quick question. Uh, Jay's going to help you on all this, but I, I'm trying to gather info quick. Okay, because we don't have mm-hmm. a lot of time. We got four minutes. All right, so we got to help. Okay. All right. Um, how much nursing school do you have left? How much before you would finish the program? Two years. All right. And then what would your increased income be? What are you projecting if you were to finish nursing? How much more could you make? At minimum, 80000 I'm currently mm-hmm. at fifty-four. Okay. All right. So, all right, Jade, I just want to try to gather really quick and hand it to you, but I I will tell you, I I want her pressing pause on nursing school. Nursing school will still be there. So she's going from 54 to 80, not increasing 80,000. That's correct. Okay. But she's got two years left. So what's the, I want to know combined income. What money do you guys see monthly in your hand every single month? Uh, So I make 54, he makes 60. Okay. So So I have a calculator. Yeah, okay, fifty four and sixty. Is that after tax? Is that pre? Like, I just want to know in your hand yeah, when you when y'all get your two checks, what after. do you get for the month? Oh, um, ooh, give me one second. Well, so, so looking at, we're probably both looking around. Eight, we're probably looking at eighty eight thousand a month together. Okay, I love that. Now, what I want to call out here is you've got to know your numbers. Mm. When people call okay. in here, the first symptom of I that that I see of just pure chaos is when somebody can't tell me what they earn every month. And I'm not trying to call okay. you out, but what I do want to call out is money is expensive. The money that mm-hmm. you earn is expensive, Portia. It is costing you your time away from your kids. It is costing you mm-hmm. your sanity. It is costing you your sleep. These dollars you make are expensive. Let's treat them with care and like they are worth what we give to them. Fair? Right. All right. That is fair. It's fair because, girl, you are getting it. You are working hard. <laughs> but they're also in big time <laughs> and debt. And you're in big time debt. So I want you to know, go home and get your numbers. I want you on an every dollar budget, okay? Mm-hmm. You're going to plug in this income and you are going to know your numbers. And then you're going to start working down that list. You're going to say, okay, we got $8,000 or $8,700, whatever it is. And you're going to go line by line and say, okay, first things first, you know, groceries and you're going to go through the most important items rent first food utilities transportation that's the first most important stuff get your giving in there Mm -hmm. and you're going to go line by line and then you're going to see okay what's left after all those important things are done what do we have left that's called margin and with the margin Mm -hmm. we're going to go through and that's when we're going to decide okay school versus debt ken coleman said I think you should hold off on the school. Well, with which finds me $2,600. It's a lot. That's what I'm saying. She I, can put towards I agree debt. with you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think yeah. that you could essentially, guys, put the pedal to the metal. And with your income, you might have the ability to pay this off in the next two to three years. And yeah. then you're going to have this complete freedom to really go out and pay cash for the things that you want to do. You'll be able to really, truly focus on school. How old are you? 
Mm-hmm. I am 35, okay. and I am having a hard time focusing on school because of everything else that I have going on. And I 100%. Feel 100%. That's not fair to you, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It's not fair yeah. to you. So take care of you. Okay. You and Hubs get together and fix this. This mm-hmm. is going to be a two to three year gut-busting slog. Like, yes. get after it to get this debt out of your life. And then here's the good news. You get through the nursing school with no stress. You're going to get a nice chunk of change. Yep. I want to throw one other thing out here, but it's not for now, mm-hmm. but it may be mm-hmm. for maybe a year from now, okay. Jade. Okay, get it. I would like for you to just dig around, talk to people. You're in the know. You're going to nursing school. Be interested to see if there's any hospital or clinics or anybody that would be willing to reimburse you for your Ooh, schooling. yes. Because if, if mm-hmm. we could, if... Now, I still would press pause to get life under control and budgeting mm-hmm. and be a mama and all that. Yeah. But maybe six months to a year from now, you get a little bit of margin. If you could get that reimbursed or someone pay for your nursing, because right now in America, all over this country, we have a, a a need for nurses. They're quitting. They're burning out at a very high rate. Not to freak you out, just keeping it real here. But if you're committed to it, I would like to see her potentially see, could she get that nursing reimbursed like or that. paid for? I like that. But I think there's a very good chance. only after she does what you tell her to do. Yeah, I think there's a good chance of that. Look, she's got a, she, This woman is a superwoman. She is a star. Nine star. babies yeah, holy she's smokes. taking care of. Going to nursing school, working. It doesn't get any crazier than that. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of her. Absolutely. And I know that they can get through this debt if they work together. Ooh, Ken, that was a great three hours, buddy. I need to take a nap after that last call. Look, let me tell you something. When it comes to your life and money, you can tell me that you won't do it. But never tell me that you can't. With God, all things are possible. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, I'm Rachel. And I'm George. And you've probably heard our voices before on The Ramsey Show. And do we have a surprise for you? Yep, we have our very own show, Smart Money Happy Hour, where we talk about pop culture, current events, and of course, money. George, it's a great show. And what else do we talk about? So much, Rachel. Not enough, and yet too much. We talk about (laughs) guilt tipping, because tipping is out of control, and I won't stand for it anymore, which is why I'm sitting. I'm glad you're taking such a stand. And we also talk about something else I'm passionate about, Disney adults. Oh, George. Why is it a thing? Listen, some adults still find the magic. Sure. We also talk about toxic money traits and girl math. And if you don't know what those are, you have to listen to the podcast. Yeah, there's a lot there, you guys. It's pretty fun. We keep you relevant is what I'm trying to say. We help you out. So pull up a chair to the happy hour you wish your friends were having. We promise you won't regret it. And if you don't have friends, we'll be your friends. We will. We're great friends. So make sure to check it out on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or the Ramsey Network app.